Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. 30 degrees Saturday, 30 degrees Sunday this weekend. That's incredible, isn't it? Do you know what? I am so glad to hear that because I am going to the beach. Oh, nice. Oh, lovely. Gee, well, good. We should all go to the beach because Saturday, Sunday, and we haven't even got the Monday weather out because that's outside the seven-day forecast period. Plus, it's a public so, holiday. And it's a public holiday. So are we allowed to talk long weekend? I've already, already said that Absolutely. on the show. Absolutely. First thing I said on the show this morning, can we say public holiday yet and start talking about that? And oh, totally. Can we just write this week off and just, you know, jump straight into the long weekend? I could, I could deal with that. Do you know what's scary, though, about it is what? the daylight savings thing. Oh, is that Saturday night, yeah. is it? So I think I'm going to die on Tuesday. Because <laughs> oh, no. you lose it, don't you? Yeah. yeah. The clock goes forward. We're going to be getting there's, up real early. Yeah, and the sun was kind of up this morning. It was. It just, was, it was kind of up when we got here and then it was, no, mate, how about we chop another hour off that and you can get up in the dark. I wouldn't have seen that, Rue, if it was... Yeah, well, yeah. that's what scares me about that story. Mm. Plus, the light out the front here is on the brink, and mm. I was like... Oh, it is too. Yeah. I get here so early, and this morning I was like, oh, this is going to be really bad next week. <laughs> it's not easy to open the door either, is it? It's a bit of a... I think you're going to snap the key off in the lock. You've got to turn <laughs> it that hard. Um, anyway, but I digress. Uh, the rugby league, uh, the Cowboys consigned the Broncos to the wooden spoon last Thursday night. Plenty, enough, plenty been said about that. The Titans... 36-6 over the Knights. Did you Were you a believer in the end in the Titans? Did you tip them? I didn't tip them because no. I, I thought the Knights were going to pull through and with a great performance like they had last week. Yeah. Um, they're so unpredictable. But you know what? Don't take it away from the Titans because they played really well. They played extremely well. They finished ninth. It would have been better for them to finish eighth. But I'll tell you what, they've got something to work with there come next back. year. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the Bulldogs did something very similar last year and then they've had a really bad year this year. So... Uh, warning sign for the Titans there, but there, but then again, the Bulldogs didn't. I don't know. They've got aren't some strengthening their side like mm. the Gold Coast are, uh, particularly with Big Tino up the middle there. You know, a big damaging forward like him uh, is going of, to um, make that team even better than what it is now. Not seeing something coming. Mm-hmm. The next. Game. Oh, look at that! What a segue. <laughs> Sixty to eight. No, I don't care uh, if you're a South supporter. Died. Died in the wool. Born and bred. One green eye. One red eye. You didn't see sixty. <laughs> no, you know what? You could I have mean, maybe tipped South if you're a hard supporter of theirs. Uh, the Roosters have been absolutely dominant the last three or four weeks. And South have been in and out, obviously getting beaten by the Bulldogs last week. They were uh, If you they saw 60 coming, if you, if you picked 60 to 8, you're probably last in your tipping comp. <laughs> Win, uh, get yourself a bloody lottery ticket. Yeah, exactly but also, right. I mean, they were relentless. But I just don't, I just cannot believe that. Like, so that yeah. was all legit. It can't possibly be, can it? I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big a few, conspiracy I'm missing theorist, a few but forwards, but not many. Mm-mm. And it, the fact that, like, that would hurt their supporters uh, because the one game they want to win all year, really, you know, whether regardless of where the either club are in the comp, and, look, the Roosters have been in the top two for the last five or six years, I think. So, uh, But they don't want to get beat by Souths. And... Do you know what I thought was actually kind of really cool was that their um, winger for Souths, Alex Johnson, he's now the top point scorer for the um, yeah. NRL season. And one of his mates top was... Top try scorer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of his um, guys was there 
to score a try and just like gave it to him yeah, so they could get right. those extra points, which I thought was kind of nice. Like, camaraderie. you had to feel sorry for the North Queensland winger though, who got a hat trick. Yes. He was two behind the leading try scorer, got a hat trick to go to the top. Yes, and Alex Johnson, hold my beer. Yeah, um, I got. I'm getting five. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, totally. So, so feel a bit sorry for I can't think of his name. And the same Anna, yeah. Adam Reynolds, because of all of those tries, has skipped to the top of point scorer above. Oh, of, really? Um, Kyle Flanagan. Kyle Flanagan, because hello, sixty. Oh, wow. Yeah, and those and those few games that yeah. Kyle Flanagan had off, they've yes. cost him the leading point scorer. There you go. Oh well, so yeah, so South ended up leading try scorer and leading point scorer. Uh, Panthers beat the Dogs Saturday afternoon 42-0. No surprises there. The Raiders, basically the Raiders reserve grade, were too good for the Sharks, 38-28. And now the Sharks have to play the Raiders first grade this weekend in the (laughs) semifinals. Do you know what, though? They might be coming back with a vengeance or something. I hope so. A little bit of uh, a redemption game. Yeah, I don't know. There's no Sean Johnson for them, of course. He was the leading, leading in try assists all year. Uh, in the comp, really good playmaker. Uh, very then. good playmaker, mm. excellent playmaker. So you know he's he's, I think he was averaging about two a game. Yeah. So that's two tries they've got to find without him. I know they scored twenty eight points on the weekend, but uh, the Raiders have got some very big names coming back into that side. And their defense is going to be more exactly, solid exactly. this week. Yep, yep. And their attack, you know, Josh Papali back into that side. Uh, brave effort from the Tigers to go down twenty four twenty eight to the Eels. Um, Benji, Benji has, still hasn't said it's his last game. Chris Lawrence, uh, they both ran out together, and Benji's still looking for a start somewhere else next year. Lawrence is definitely retiring, uh, but Benji, he made it all about Chris Lawrence basically over the weekend. So we'll just see what happens there. But I, I don't know whether he's going to get a start anywhere else. Benji's still playing good football. Yeah, uh, the Eels march Especially on. with the injury that he mm. came off the field with. To me, this scoreline, though, is a bit of a worry for the Eels going into the finals. Mm. They let that many points come through from the Tigers. Yep. What's going to happen when they face off against Penrith or um, yeah, Storm? It's the Storm them next week, unfortunately. So uh, I'd say they'll be playing the Raiders the week after or whoever wins whoever wins that other semi-final in the top bottom four. Uh, the Tamworth Warriors 40-28 to in what was an excellent game of football to watch yesterday. It was. Uh, I sat there glued to that one yesterday afternoon because it was just a great game of footy. There was a lot of good tries scored, uh, a lot of action. It wasn't one for the purists. There wasn't a lot of defence in that game, obviously, with with just about 70 points being scored. But the Tamworth Warriors, you'd have to be happy with them, and they they put the cleaners through manly. Yeah, and I mean, look, at they didn't have any chance to get to the finals. They've been away from their families for so long, but they didn't. They they showed up to that game, and they They it was incredible. Mm. They also had a um, a Blair was retiring, um, but and they let him kick um, the goal because he's never kicked in his life, and it was terrible. Straight onto the train tracks. Don't don't bother. (laughs) (laughs) But he turned around and had a good laugh. He had a crack at it. Unfortunately, his uh, stats are going to read zero goals. Uh, for his career. <laughs> One <laughs> and goal. And well deserved, well deserved as well, I think, by the way he kicked that. But well done, the Warriors. Congratulations. Hope they come back here next year and play another game. I'm sure they will. They were very, very welcome up here and, and uh, they were made to feel very welcome. So, And the Dragons played the uh, Storm Reserve grade and got up 30-22 to 22 yesterday afternoon. That was an entertaining game as well. Uh, the, the Melbourne 
kids couldn't kick a goal. That was their problem. Yeah, what a mm. letdown. If they had um, mm. kicked all of their goals, they would have been a much closer game. Well, they may have won. It might have been a different story. They were up 16-12 at one point, and their 16 was four tries. Yes. <laughs> and the Saints had converted both. So up four tries to two and up four points. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, that probably Obviously, told in the, in the end. they've been mm. relying on... Um, Cameron Smith to kick the goals, but you've got to have someone there as a backup in case he does not. He's not available. You know, I you think can't Pappen just rely. Housing just said, "I'll have a go," because he was awful. Yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't frighten the. He didn't frighten the post at all. He's overconfident about that one field goal he kicked to, yeah. to get them, <laughs> to get them <laughs> exactly through. Right. But honestly, that they played really well, but they were a bit slow out of the ruck in the the second half. Correct. They just slowed down a lot. You could tell the inexperience. Exactly. Now that leaves uh, Penrith as the minor premiers. Uh, the Storm in second. Um, interestingly, the Eels came third and the Roosters fourth. Uh, so that consigns the Roosters to playing Penrith next weekend. That's uh, the second. That's the Friday night game. Uh, so 7.50 Friday night. The Panthers, Roosters, gee, you couldn't get a better game than that, could you? The Raiders playing the Sharks at half past five on the Saturday. Storm playing the Eels that night, Saturday night. And the Sunday Arvo game, of course, is the Rabbitohs playing the Knights. So the Raiders-Sharks game and the Rabbitohs-Knights game are knockout semifinals. The winner of those goes on to play the loser of the other two semifinals. So the Panthers-Roosters and the Storm-Eels, they both get a second shot. If they lose, they'll play the winner of those games. And the other two are out. I'd be thinking, well, I think the Rabbitohs-Knights, I think that's going to be an interesting game. Uh, that both of those teams are either on or not. <laughs> on <laughs> so or off. <laughs> let's hope they're both on and we get a great game out of it. But there you go. That's the semi-finals of the NRL. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. Clock already. Well, there's a new Fredo frog coming out. I've just come across my transom here. It's like one of those yowie thing. You know, remember the yowies? They were like a hollow thing. So it's a 3D Fredo and it's got stuff in it, like one of those, one of the Kinder Surprise or something like that. But it's got a, or a yowie, more like a yowie. And it's a Fredo frog. And they're going to have animal-shaped candies inside it. I don't know. Fredo frog, they're only, you know, they're only, well, they're the lowest end of the market, aren't they? The Fredo frog. You just, you just get them and that's, if you've got 20 cents, you can afford, well, (laughs) if you've got a dollar, you can afford one now. Um, Fredo frog will be adventuring to space and the oceans, donning four new looks, including spacesuits, snorkels and togs, ready to explore the world around it. You know, it's a chocolate. An all new way to enjoy an all new way to enjoy Freddo. The new range will generate excitement and collectability. There you go. They want people to collect them. They know how well those ushies went. Did you collect the ushies? They ran out. Everyone got angry. We do love a miniature, don't we? It's a strange, strange thing. You send put something in mini and everyone goes, Ah, oh, let's collect it. It's the strangest thing, isn't it? Marketing manager for Cadbury, Kate Watson, said the new way to enjoy Fredo is another exciting chapter for the much-loved character. For 90 years, Fredo has given generations of Australians shared moments of wonder and joy. Wonder. Wonder what it is. It's a Fredo frog. During what's been a challenging time for us all, Fredo 3D Adventure encourages us to be free-spirited and adventure. What a load of crap. <laughs> it's a chocolate. You just uh, you just smash it, don't you?
Have a listen to this marketing blurb. During what's been a challenging time for us all, Fredo 3D Adventure encourages us to be free-spirited and adventurous, urging us to embrace our curiosity and appreciate the world around us. Just say, give us your money. Tamworth Zone, 1287, 2TM. And 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Being, uh, what, you were a professional dancer for 10 years? I was, yes. You were, so... The AFL has been forced into damage control after the arts community reacted angrily to a call for volunteer dancers to perform at the grand final. Uh, requesters were sent to dance schools asking for strong performers over the age of 15 to take part in a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, blah, 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 blah. But in a year where the arts industry has been decimated by COVID-19, there was an uproar over the apparent attempt to source free labour. Uh, the AFL Grand Final is known as a big gig for many professional dancers. I feel like it's a real representation of what, representation of what we do and don't value in this country, uh, said Arts Alliance Sam Gaskin. I'm yeah. with Sam. I yeah. think that's pathetic. You can absolutely not tell me that now that they've got all these people they can sell tickets to, they're mm. not going to make a profit. If you're making a profit, you pay your entertainment. Correct. That's right. It's, a, it's and you surprising, know isn't it? In On these the times. same level as that, the Queensland Ballet Company have put out an incredible video mm-hmm. trying to get themselves a gig at the AFL Grand Final. Mm-hmm. So if they really want to support local yep. Queensland professional artists, Queensland Ballet is there. They've done a whole video with like their male dancers throwing around a football while dancing. Yep. It's incredible. You want artists? You're going to pay the musicians that play. You're going to pay. I'm sure they will. Whichever musicians, Jimmy pay. Barnes or whoever exactly. they're going to get it, he'll be paid handsomely. Yep. I'm sure. And this uh, is yeah. classic. This infuriates me. The amount of times I would go to an audition, which you think doesn't cost anything, but it does. It costs mm-hmm. all the years of training that you've mm, done. Mm. It costs the day that you take off your other job. Yep. It costs the makeup and the hair and the outfit and all of those things that you put into the audition, and then you spend a whole day there which could have been you know a couple hundred dollars at another job mm, mm. and then they tell you that um they're going to pay you a hundred dollars for a 13 hour film of a um music yeah. video for someone who's then going to make heaps of money off this music video and it's like you can't do that you have to pay people Correct, um, yeah. and all i would say to the dancers is go ahead and join the media arts and entertainment alliance there which is go. our union yep. and Correct. Online, there is a list of appropriate payments, and the AFL should read it because there is an award wage. Yep, there you go. It's a legitimate. It's an in, a legitimate uh, form of employment, isn't it? And to hundred percent, going to ask people to do it for free, I think, is a pretty pathetic move from the AFL. I would love everyone to turn day. off their TVs, their their um, Netflix, their YouTube, all of these things, Spotify, radio. Where does it come from? Artists. Mm, there you go. Thanks, Tony. I knew you'd have a great comment on that. Good on you. Wake up and face the day with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. A clock already. Well, there's a new Freddo frog coming out. I've just come across my transom here. It's like one of those yowie thing. You know, remember the yowies? You know, like a hollow thing. So it's a 3D Freddo and it's got stuff in it. Like one of those, one of the Kinder Surprise or something like that. But it's got a... Or a yowie, more like a yowie. And it's a Freddo frog. And they're going to have animal shaped candies inside it. I don't know. You know Freddo frog, they're only, you know, they're only, the, well, they're the lowest end of the market, aren't they? The Freddo frog. You just, 
You just get them, and that's if you've got 20 cents, you can afford Well, <laughs> if you've got a dollar, you can afford one now. Um, Fred O'Frog will be adventuring to space and the oceans, donning four new looks, including spacesuits, snorkels, and togs, ready to explore the world around it. You know, it's a chocolate. An all new way to enjoy an all new way to enjoy Freddo. The new range will generate excitement and collectability. There you go. They want people to collect them. They know how well those ushies went. Did you collect the ushies? They ran out. Everyone got angry. We do love a miniature, don't we? It's strange, strange thing. You send put something in mini, and everyone goes, "Ah, oh, let's collect it." It's the strangest thing, isn't it? Marketing manager for Cadbury, Kate Watson, said the new way to enjoy Freddo is another exciting chapter for the much-loved character. For 90 years, Freddo has given generations of Australians shared moments of wonder and joy. Wonder. Wonder what it is. It's a Freddo frog. During what's been a challenging time for us all, Freddo 3D Adventure encourages us to be free-spirited and adventure. What a load of crap. <laughs> it's a chocolate. You just you just smash it, don't you? Have a listen to this marketing blurb. During what's been a challenging time for us all, Freddo 3D Adventure encourages us to be free-spirited and adventurous, urging us to embrace our curiosity and appreciate the world around us. Just say give us your money. Wake up and face the day with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. See, they've started rationing products again over in England now. Uh, the supermarkets are again applying limits because they've had a little bit of an outbreak there. Might get my sister on tomorrow, see if she's around. She's living over there in London and see what the feeling is like over there at the moment and uh, all these, all the stuff that's going on over there at the moment. It's just basically the same as what was happening here a few months ago and then it was happening there a few more months back before that. So uh, the old dreaded second wave they've had over there but once again key products such as toilet roll uh, disinfectant I can understand disinfectant selling out the toilet roll is just something that just doesn't make any sense does it what would be the out well if you took that to the end game the dunny everyone's buying up all the dunny roll if the apocalypse comes we'll be the last ones left and we'll still be able to wipe our asses but if everyone else is dead you can just go get theirs anyway can't you <laughs> I really don't understand it. I've never understood it from day one. I think it started in Australia and spread around the world uh, with all of the, I don't know about COVID, it's more like Facebook idiots, I reckon. Uh, it just goes on Facebook. And then people just say, well, that guy must know something. If he's getting some, he must know something that I don't, so I better get some anyway, just in case. So they've got the old limits going on all the supermarkets now in uh, in the UK. Tesco CEO Dave Lewis says the same thing as what all the CEOs says, and nobody takes it, takes any notice of them at all. Says panic buying is unnecessary on Wednesday. It creates a tension in the supply chain that's easily avoided. Uh, as they announced plans to recruit a thousand new safety marshals, we don't need to be buying, and they should be shopping considerably, considerately. I think he meant considerately. That's the healthy boss told customers to shop considerably. Well, they're already shopping considerably. That's the problem, mate. I think he meant considerately. I hope that's, I hope that's a misprint, not what he actually said, because, uh, gee, he's not packing too many brains either, if that's what he's saying. Everyone should shop considerably. Well, we're already doing that. I bought 180 rolls a date roll. That's exactly correct. One thing they are doing over there in England, which would have been really good to do here, we could probably still do it, 
the government is chipping in for everyone to go out and have a feed and keep their hospitality industry. This would be a really good thing for Victoria as well, wouldn't it? Uh, they had a promotion from the government called Eat Out to Help Out. And they're offering 50% off food up to the value of £10, which is 20 bucks. you know. So you'd get something more than half price or at least half price. Uh, the government-backed discount offered to anyone dining on Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays in August. 50% off food and non-alcoholic drinks up to 20 bucks Per person, this is, mind you, not per, per table. Um, some 84,000 restaurants signed up to the scheme with uh, most re- recent figures showing 64 million discounted meals had been served in the first three weeks alone. It's been a fantastic uh, way to keep hospitality industry because many of these are casual and didn't get the job keeper or any of that. And the restaurants and cafes are still actually struggling to try to get back on their feet. Wouldn't that be a good idea, particularly in Victoria? And why not extend it all the way up here as well? Uh, where the government chucks in half for your feed, and you get if you're if you're dining on one of the slower nights, which of course has always been Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the three the three earlier nights in the week, um, go out there and have yourself a good feed for a great price and keep people in work. I mean, it seems like a no-brainer, isn't it? That's a great idea coming out of the UK, I reckon. I don't know why we haven't picked up on it yet. I don't know why I've not heard that anywhere else in the media out here. It's an absolutely brilliant idea. We might have a chat with Jane, my sister, about that tomorrow uh, from London. I bet she's been out there taking advantage of that. You can guarantee that, let me tell you. Um, let's go to the States now and find out what's going on over there in the good old US of A in University Heights, Ohio. Unfortunately, I haven't got any film I can direct you to for this one. 4.25am <laughs> over the weekend. 25 past four in the morning. Police were dispatched to a residence on a report of two females fighting in the front yard. One of the females was naked. And the other one, well, I don't know. Well, she must have been winning. <laughs> I'm <laughs> torn a clothes right I don't know what had happened uh, police arrived to find that the women 27 of University Heights and 24 of Cleveland were intoxicated that's a big scoop there isn't it both had minor injuries Cat fight. and two women were issued criminal summons for disorderly conduct one was released for hospital treatment and the other to a responsible party <laughs> I don't think the party they were at was very responsible, but there you go, it was half past four in the morning. Meanwhile, inside the home was a Cleveland Heights man who was found to be wanted on a felony warrants for kidnapping. (laughs) You reckon that bloke would have gone out and broken it up when you, will you stop attracting attention here? You know I'm a wanted man. Way to attract the cops' attention. I'll tell you what, I'll take my clothes off as well. I'll get you in trouble. Maybe the girls were teaming up on that bloke. I don't know. But the man was arrested and turned over to Cleveland police as well. And then we all went back to bed. <laughs>